Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Dolly Parton has those big, wicked fingernails coming yes. off where she could take down a small farm animal. Yeah. Well, she can't take the tips of her fingers and touch them to the fretboard and make it work because the fingernails are too long. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show right here on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. Look, look, I brought a present. Look what at is this. That? Look at the, listen, listen. Look at that. It's my acoustic guitar. I brought it up here because I want to talk about guitar stuff today. And you hear that? Bumping it right against the microphone. It's realistic. What's really neat I like about the guitar is that it is at all points in time malleable. You can play with it, you can change it, you can twist it, all of that. The big thing that I, and I've wanted to do this show for a while, only because it's one of those that I've had in my head. And the last time, I don't know if you remember this, but we recorded that Christmas album and there was a song on there called Find the Words. Yes. And absolutely nothing I did could make the song sound real nice until I decided, you know, well, let's try a different tuning right. on the instrument. Here's the thing. If you've got a trombone, a trombone plays in this key. If you've got a saxophone, it plays in this key. Now, can you play in other keys? Yes, you certainly can. But to alter the overall tuning, the overall sound of the instrument is difficult. You can do it on other stringed instruments, but you don't see it a whole lot, especially pianos. You can spend upwards of $100 of an, an hour to have somebody come and tune your piano, which is why we've never had anyone exactly. come and tune That's our piano. That's why it's out of tune. Well, it, it, the thing is, if your piano is a little out of tune, it sounds like a piano. It's, that's a that's an old country guy sitting in an old country bar playing True. not piano, <laughs> piano. But here's the thing. There's only six strings on this instrument, which means I can tune it to just about anywhere I want. Yeah. Now this, what I have right here, is called standard tuning. It's E-A-D-G-B-E, and it sounds a little like this. Hear that from top to bottom? I did. Now, there's no reason whatsoever why you need to go out of that tuning. You can play just about every song inside of it, but your life becomes so much easier when you learn these different kinds of tunings. So here's the one we're in right now. This is, this is standard tuning, E, A, D, G, B, E. Right now, the guitar is in E. If I just simply play an E chord, that's the lowest chord the guitar will play. But if I take the bass string, this E right here, and I tune it down, So now it's a D. Right. I have a much more growly, much more wicked cool sound. Got it? I got it. And now it. instead of E being the lowest chord, yeah. 
D is. D is the lowest chord, but you hear that little bit of chunk, 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 chunk that's in it? Mm-hmm. That's what's known as an alternative tuning. Those of you who are guitarists, it's a drop D tuning because you've taken the E and you've dropped it to a D. D. That's gotcha. the point. That's about as simplistic as it gets. Well, you have to keep it simple with me. Right, but there's all these different reasons to change the tunings of guitars. And those of you out there who uh, who play or really enjoy music, all of a sudden there's these songs where the guitar doesn't sound quite the same as a regular guitar. What's going on? Probably it's in a weird tuning and that's what we're going to talk about today why do it what are the songs that are in these weird tunings and we're going to talk specifically about albert king who has a tuning that to this day guitarists fight over really what's the tuning well i think it's this well i think it's this because albert king never released it well that's why he's one of the kings right there you go so we're going to talk about alternative tunings today now i just showed you a drop d It shows up in all kinds of heavy metal songs, shows up in all kinds of hard rock songs, but here's one you may enjoy. This is Spoon Man from Soundgarden. Listen to guitar when it goes all the way down and the the string's a little loose, so it goes bwomp instead of just pop, bwomp. Once you get them a little loose, it's even better. We'll talk about more tunings when we get back. Spoon Man, Soundgarden on Rock School. Soundgarden in what's known as a drop D. This is the easiest, easiest, easiest key to retune your guitar to. And I really think that's one of the selling points of the instrument that in, you know, four minutes, you can retune the guitar to whatever you want. And what's even neater about it is, let's say you want to go to open G, open C, open what have you. You don't have to know the notes. Simply go on to Facebook, or not Facebook, I'm sorry, YouTube. Uh-huh. And there's people all over the place and just say, like, I want to tune my guitar to open G. And right. there's a guy that'll sit there and pluck the notes. And you just retune your instrument to what he is. So this, this idea of changing the tunings on a guitar, why do you want to do it? Why not just, and I know a lot of people that are like this, why not just learn to play the instrument in different keys, like a saxophone, like a what have you. Well, it it just makes it easier. If you take two or three minutes beforehand and alter it, you can put the whole guitar in a different key. Now, I just talked about drop D, the idea of D dropping down. For the sake of argument, let's talk about what are known as open tunings. Okay, why is it called open? The reason it's open is because you put your hands down or you don't put your hands down it and it plays a chord. If you go to open G, that means that you have tuned the instruments and I could sit here and tell you all the notes, but it's not overtly useful to people who are not guitarists. Right. But what happens is you use the notes of a chord. So when you strum it open, it just plays a chord. Exactly. You don't have to touch anything. You get a G chord, whatever. Dolly Parton, uh-huh. as far as I know, I have heard Dolly Parton plays in open G. See, here's the thing. Dolly Parton has those big, wicked fingernails coming yes. off where she could take down a small farm animal. Yeah. Well, she can't take the tips of her fingers and touch them to the fretboard 
and make it work because the fingernails are too long. So she can just, G is everything? Yes, but the thing is, if she wants to play another another chord, all she has to do is take her finger and put it the whole way across the neck. You don't have to put it in any weird position. If open G is this, if you go up and simply bar, put your finger all the way across the second fret, right. now you have an A. You go up two more, you have a B. And you're all you're, you're kind of making it sound like anybody could play the guitar. I believe so. <laughs> I When I used to teach guitar, I used to try to do it in in the standard tuning, which means your fingers had to be there all the time. But if you take a brand new player and simply tune it to a G, he or she can simply play it right out of the gate. What do you think about Dolly? Dolly Parton? In, in open G like um, that. I mean, Whatever works. Okay, so it, is, it really is no big deal? No, not to me. Music is music is music. However it takes you to succeed, do it. And so she has had success, right? Oh, you think just a little bit? Well, let's talk about this. Open D. Now, I know I just talked about open G, but I want to come back to that. Open okay. D. That's You know what that means. Instead of just strumming a G chord, you it's strum it strumming, open, you, you get a D. You strum a D chord, right? Rye Cooter has a fantastic song called Feelin' Bad Blues. Mumford & Son plays in this. You know the song by Black Crow, She Talks to Angels? Yeah. This is the key it's played in. This is the open tuning. Why do people want to use this other than Dolly Parton? I mean, does everybody have huge fingernails? No, no, there's one more real successful thing to it. So let me play a Ry Cooter tune, Feeling Bad Blues. Come back and I'll tell you more about why you would be interested in doing such a thing. Sounds like this on Rock School. go that is open d in case you're wondering the the the, the letters are d a d f sharp a d it's you strum it and it becomes a d chord why are we interested in this yeah why does the guy from the allman brothers play in these open chords why does all of this happen well let's think about this remember dolly parton with her straight finger yeah all you, the, the guitar's already in a g if i put my finger the whole way across the A, everything goes up. Right. Now it's an A. If I put my fingers up at the fifth fret, I'm going to get a C. Right. It, all I have to do is bar it the whole way across. Think of a blues player who plays with a slide. Yeah. One of those glass or metal tubes that sit on either their pinky or their, their ring finger. I guess other people use it on different fingers, but I'm always on one of those two fingers. Is that thing malleable, the slide? No. Can you turn it? Can you bend it? No. No. It's a straight across, much like Dolly Parton's finger. So if you're playing a song in the key of G, and by the way, you sing best in the key of B, I sing best in the key of G. It's just where your voice is comfortable. Hmm, I thought it was G. 
Well, I sing mostly in G. Yours, I've had to, I've had to move up to B. It's a mess, B. isn't it? It's really, it's not good. But that's <laughs> no, fine. But if we were to play slide guitar with this, mm-hmm. the song is in G. So what you do is you tune the entire guitar to G, and then you can play slide. What what good does that do me? Well, that means I can simply move up and down the neck with a straight across. Right, with the slide. Right. Now, look, slide guitarists are going to go, come on, man, there's more to it than that. Yes, there is. But at its very base, the idea of tuning the instrument to an open chord makes sense to do just that because you're playing in G and then they go to the next chord. All you have to do is know where on the fretboard that next chord is. And anywhere that slide hits, works. But is this open open tuning, was yes. that initially done for um, people who didn't know very much about the instrument or how to to play very well? I or? doubt it was done specifically for that, but I got to be honest with you. Uh, when I taught guitar, and I taught it for a long time to, to you know get us beer money, uh, I used to teach in regular tuning. If I was doing it again today, the first one or two lessons we even did would be how to tune the guitar and how to tune it to different, how to tune it to different keys. Because you could get them playing a song immediately? They can be playing a song before they leave my little room. That's that's the thing. That's huge. Right. And when you're teaching somebody, it's my opinion, you got to get them playing a song and you got to get them playing a song fast right or they become bored with the instrument so far so good is this making sense oh it it goes on it goes on it goes on so uh we got to play a tune how about we do something in open g perfect instead of d g here's the fun stuff keith richards a lot of other people do it but keith richards is known for playing in open g here's the problem when you have the low string in open G, it's not a G. It's not the G note. So when you play it, you have to be able to strum without hitting the bass string. So Keith Richards said, the heck with it. He just pulled it off. <gasps> yeah, so he plays a guitar with five strings on it. So if you're a guitarist, no. yeah, if you're a guitarist or you're just a listener and you're going, well, tumbling dice and start me up and brown sugar... That, that sounds a little weird. And if you've ever played brown sugar in standard tuning, it's these big open hand chords and such. You're like, wow, Keith Richards is really good. No, he's playing in a different key than you are. You're making it fit into the key. Wow. That's why in standard tuning, it takes so much to play brown sugar. To him, no, because it's in a different chord. Huh. Yeah. Here you go. Keith Richards, tumbling dice in an open G and pull the bass string off here on Rock School. break you had a a question for me off air why wouldn't a person just simply have like 15 guitars all tuned to different keys and when it came time to play well think of a harmonica player Uh, yeah that's what you have right you've seen john popper play he -hmm. has this thing hanging around his neck it's it's filled with all 12 harmonicas right you know a a sharp yeah i know they're flats but it's the same thing a a sharp b b or c that kind of thing and 
what he has to do is for each song, he will have to take the harmonica that fits. He either plays in line, which is the key, or he plays a fourth up, um, deciding on what he wants to do with the harmonica. Can you do that? Sure. If, if you know how to play, you don't have to. Because when you were when we went to see Brian Setzer, they kept handing him guitars. Yes. I don't know that those were out of tune. You know, one was G, one was well, A. It was, a, it was, was a, a different guitar each time. Yeah. It was beautiful. I think it's because the guitars were neato mosquito. Mm-hmm. Because when I watched him, his hands were it looked like they were in standard tuning. But you know who Joni Mitchell is. Big yes. Yellow Taxi, that kind of helped me. I'm falling in love again. Joni Mitchell and my buddy who I play with, uh, Bill, has seen her live. He saw her when she was playing with a single acoustic. And every time a new song would come up, she would change the tuning of the song because this one's an A. And then she'd retune the guitar. Oh, my God. How long did that concert last? Well, that's the thing. He had to watch her retune the guitar and she was good enough at it that she could tell a cute little story while the guitar was being tuned wow and you think to yourself you know you're Joni Mitchell why don't you have other people come out but that was one of her selling points that she could play on all that now today if you want to hear something that'll make you go jeez Joni Mitchell plays a Parker Fly this guitar does not have any pickups. It doesn't have like a regular magnetic pickup. So what happens is the Parker Fly has what's known as a piezo on each one of the strings, turning the sound of the string into a digital signal. So what happens is she strums the guitar and it's in E tuning or uh-huh. it's in standard tuning. She can then step on a box and since the, the, the recording of the string, since the sound of the string is now digital, it can be turned into anything. Wow. So she can say, well, I'm in C now. Please make it an open G. And it will change the sound of the what, string. What is that called again? The, What's the, the guitar? The guitar is called a Parker Fly. However, there's multiple guitars that will do I it. I have never heard Isn't that. that neat? I've never heard of that. If you look it up, the Parker Fly, you can see there's no pickup on it. Huh. The strings just come down to the bridge and on the bridge... The vibration of the strings is turned into a digital signal, and she says, well, I want to go to Dadgad, and she steps on it, and there it is. The guitar's in that key. Magic. Isn't that ridiculous? Goodness. Now, there's another company, not to just go off script, there's another company called Line 6 that... Same thing. The the instrument is turned into a digital signal. And, you know, I want my Line 6 to be a Fender Stratocaster. Boop, there you go. I want mine to be a Les Paul. There you go. I want mine to be a banjo. There you go. I want wow. it to be a sitar. There you go. <laughs> Isn't that Goodness. ridiculous? Crazy. Who's listening to us here uh, on the Rock School uh, Radio uh, Show? Uh, that is KSRQ in Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Spectacular. Get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute here on Rock School. break during the last little discussion on Joni Mitchell I said dad gad did you catch that I didn't no. I missed it remember the beginning of the uh, beginning of the show I talked about what's known as a drop D yes all you do is take the lowest string on the guitar and you pull it back to a D and by the way there's a drop C 
there's a drop B. And what it just means is you keep dropping the E string. And a lot of times people will just tune the entire guitar so down. So you just gave me the this acronym for tuning the guitar? Exactly that. Okay. that. Yeah. And I also talked about the string going boop. Bwap, bwap. Do you remember? And I should, I should probably play these uh, guys if I'm going to do it. Remember Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Uh, when they would play, the guy who played would always tune the guitar way, way down. Yes. He'd just take standard tuning and go all the way down, and then drop it again. He'd be in a drop C or something like that. But the whole thing's down. And what he was doing was getting the strings so loose that when you pluck them instead of them going, they would over, over. What do you call it? Over strum, and it would go. That's how he got that really neat hmm. sound. I mean, I, I, I get it. It's it's become sport to hate Limp Biscuit. Yeah. But the music that was there, I mean, he really created some really neat stuff, and my brain will not come up with his name. But, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'll get this during this song. I mentioned this thing called Dad Gad. What you do is you you literally tune the guitar to D A D G A D Dad Gad Dad Gad and it makes Dad Gad Dad Gad and it makes this wonderful lower sound and I can tell you like Photograph by Ed Sheeran is in it Slipknot's Circle is in it but it's one of these things that when you hear it as a guitarist you can pick it right out you know the song by Led Zeppelin Cashmere ba ba bum ba ba bum sounds real exotic uh-huh. doesn't it. How does he get that? How does well, he's, he? He's tuned to dad gad. Oh, so the guitar okay. has no choice but to sound exotic to what it normally is. And that's another thing you can do with these tunings. And I'm going to get back into some other things called modals and such. But that dad gad has the ability to sound real exotic. Nice. So let's do it. Cashmere, dad gad on Rock School. different ways but if you wanted to you can really make it have that sort of Indian sound yeah something from India oh, I it, love it it has a little bit of punch to it so let's do seven days in 70 seconds because we're a little bit past the end of the uh, end of the bottom of the hour and the reason we're past it is because I forgot cashmere was eight minutes long so oh, I love that song thank you <laughs> I'm Joe did Burns you, play the you whole are song? I did yeah, okay Cammy yeah, Burns yeah good good where were you here are the rock and roll dates, February 12th all the way through February 18th. Go ahead with Monday, Tammy. February 12th, 2015, Weird Al Yankovic becomes the first ever guest editor at Mad Magazine when it is announced that he will be assisting with issue number 533. February 13th, 1997, Michael Jackson's first child, a son named Prince, is born. The mother is his second wife, Debbie Rowe, who later relinquishes custody. What's going on with that? <laughs> February 14th, 2001, Prince launches the NPG Music Club 
one of the first music subscription services. Yeah, at the beginning of it all, a lot of people wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. They looked at the audience and said, you want to buy digital music? We'll sell you digital music. Yep, yep, it yep. was the It was the publishing houses and the ownership that went, no. Went bad, didn't you it? You can't do that. Uh, February 15th, 1977, Sid Vicious joins the Sex Pistols. February 16th, 2002, Billy Ward of the Dominoes dies at age 80. Now, the reason you care about Billy Ward... Tell me. Supposedly... It was Billy Ward that was talking to Alan Freed when Alan Freed decided, I'm going to call the music rock and roll because Ooh. Billy Ward's song, 60 Minute Man, had the line in, I rock em, roll em nice. all night long. I'm the 60 Minute Man. Yes, That's why indeed. you care about him. February 17th, 1991, Ed Sheeran is born. February 18th, 1973, <laughs> the nationally syndicated radio concert series, King Biscuit Flower Hour premieres. Bruce Springsteen and Blood, Sweat and Tears are the first guests. Okay. You remember I talked about at the beginning of the show, because I'm trying to keep them as simple as possible. These can get really wacky. But there was that thing called dropped D. Yes. You simply took the bottom string and you tuned it down. There's also something called a double drop D. The bass string on a guitar is an E. The top string is an E. If you drop the bottom string to a D, why not go to the top string? And drop it to drop a D it as well. Also? See, okay. that's called a double drop D. You know the song by Neil Young, I want to live with my cinnamon girl. Yeah. That's in yeah. drop D. Okay. Again, it goes down a little bit low, but it doesn't have to sound heavy metal. Brum, 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 brum. You know the song by the Doobies, Black Water? Yes, that, I do. That pretty picked guitar? Mm-hmm. That's a double drop D. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. Doobie Brothers on Rock School. Mississippi, she's calling my name. Catfish, you're jumping that paddle wheel, bumping. Black water, keep rolling all fast, just the same. I like to hear some funky Dixie Land, pretty mama, gonna take me by the hand. Second break. I'm gonna. I picked up the guitar. Oh, you're gonna again. play again. Well, I, I haven't been playing these things like. Well, let's play an open G. It's gonna sound like a G chord. All you know, right. Let's play an open D. It's gonna sound like a D chord. I can do all the tuning, but it's gonna sound like a, a G chord and a D chord. There is something that's called modal tuning. Spell and it. One M O D A L. Modal tuning. And I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more after the break. But the big thing right now is modal tuning contains inside of it something called a suspended tuning. For example, this is a D chord on the guitar. Got it? It just sits. You hear how it doesn't want to go anywhere? Okay. Now, if I do a suspended on it, listen to how the chord wants to resolve. It wants to go somewhere. Listen closely. Oh, I went there, mister. And then it wants to go... Wants to go down? Right. Well, it wants to resolve in some way. Once again, listen to how that top note... It it, 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 it wants to go somewhere. You can't end on that. It's not over, yeah. Right. And then... You, you talk about gospel G, playing mm-hmm. in G. That... Here, I'll go to G. It always ends with, a, with that suspended. It goes... Right. Right? Exactly. Because that little additional note wants to resolve. It wants to go somewhere. 
What a lot of people will do is they will tune their instrument to a suspended chord so the entire song feels like it wants to go somewhere. Really? It feels like it wants to end. There's a song by Paul Gilbert called Three E's for Edward. Uh-huh. And it's, he's, he's tuned the guitar to all E's. Just all E's. And he plays on that. Does the, it make you feel nuts when you're listening to the, the song? Do you know the song Sweet Judy Blue Eyes? Yeah. You know how it always consistently sounds like it wants to go somewhere? Right. It is tuned to a suspended E chord. So while he's playing, the whole song sounds like it's trying to do something. Oh, sounds like I it's gotcha. trying to go. Get it? I got it. <sighs> okay, who's listening to us? Who's the second well, uh, station we got? It's somebody else who likes guitars. <laughs> uh, Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. Yeah, they have guitars in Spain. They got a few a uh, few guitars in yeah, Spain, huh? Yeah, I'm going to bet they do. Back in a minute here on Rock School. about this before I ran out of time. We have mentioned Albert King now in two shows within about a month, month and a half. The fun thing about Albert King, and the reason he came up in the last show is because he's a player of, he's a lefty, number one, but he's a player of flying Vs. And when people try to play him, it's very, very difficult to play him on a standard guitar. Because he used these weird tunings, uh, specifically one weird tuning. Okay, what is it? I remember Beth West and I were talking one time. I brought in the guitar and I played the opening chord to um, help. You know, I'm sorry, 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 Hard Day's Night. And it goes, brong. And just hangs there. Right. And and there's this fight. There's this constant fight. What's the chord? And I played the the things that people thought it was. And she goes, well, that one sounds right to me. And she looked at me and she said, how can you as a musician just not know? You know, how can you not hear that and just reproduce it? And I'm like, you know what? That's a good question. (laughs) How is it that Albert King... Nobody can figure out the tuning that he had. And you know what? I say that, but then there's going to be a guitarist out there. I know his tuning. Right. Until Have have him to call in and tell you. Right. Until he says what the tuning is, and then somebody's going to get it. There are two tunings that people think he used in transcriptions. People do this thing called D-G-E-G-B-E. That is dumb. That is the weirdest grouping of notes. And then there's another set of transcriptions that have it as B-E-B-E-G-sharp-C-sharp. How can they be so far off from one another? Huh. And it, it's this argument. between. There is no definitive answer. I'd like to tell you I'm going to go look it up. There are websites that say, this is it. And then there's another website that says, this is it. There is no definitive thing. And you can't watch any of, any of the film on him. And You can watch it all you want, but you can't see his tuning. Oh, I got And remember, you. his guitar was backwards. That's true. So that makes it even worse. Oh. Ugly. Albert King here on Rock School.
great here on Rock School, and I can't tell you what Albert King's tuning is. I don't know. When I try to play Albert King, I play it in standard tuning. There's a, there's a song off the last Van Halen album where David Lee Roth plays the acoustic guitar. It's called Stay Frosty. Uh-huh. And what he does is he tunes the guitar to an open C, which means when he strums it, a C chord plays. Right. And then he plays inside of that. And people, the, the fact that it goes from acoustic to electric, so you don't want to switch guitars. So there are all kinds of tutorials online trying to teach you how to play this open C riff that he does on a standard tuning guitar. And I think you have to have seven fingers to do it. <laughs> It just, it just, to him, it's very simple. To anyone who plays in C, it's not a hard riff. Once you do it in standard tuning, you're in trouble. By the way, is this making any sense? It makes am a I, lot of sense. Am I way out in left field that this was worthy of a radio show? No, I wish I could play guitar. <laughs> Here's a couple I didn't get to tell you about. Open A, Led Zeppelin, which means you strum it, you get an A. Uh, in My Time of Dying from Physical Graffiti, Robert Johnson did almost all of his songs in Open A. And the one you probably know in Open A is the Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Doom, da, doom, 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 I do know that. Yep. Yep. Open F is the uh, when the levee. There's a lot more, but here's the one. Uh, when the levee breaks, Led Zeppelin. That's an open F. I'll tell you about one more thing. Everything I've talked to you about so far has been a major key. It's been a major. And those of you who are not guitars, sometimes you'll hear a song and you'll go, that you know, that doesn't sound. It's got a weirdness, like cashmere. Right. How is he getting that? Well, he's in a different tuning. There's this thing called cross-note tuning. And it's a very fancy method of just saying, you've tuned to a minor key. Instead of doing C or open A or open D, you've gone to C minor, A minor, D minor. So the whole song is in minor. And if you've ever gone, you know, I can't quite get ZZ Top right. Billy Gibbons is known for tuning his instruments to a minor key. For example, uh, Just Got Paid is in a minor key. So when you strum the guitar, it's minor. So the whole time you're playing it, remember I was talking about the modal tuning where there's yeah. a suspended, it, it feels, feels like it's got to go somewhere. Feels like it's right? got to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You go to a minor key, the whole thing has this, I don't know how to put it, it's not happy. Yeah. It's not hip. It's, 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 it's kind of sad. Right. It's bluesy. It has a more grunge to it. And it's because of the, the fact that he's playing in an, an open minor key. And I asked the audience once again, was this worthy of a show? Did this make a little bit of sense? Are you going to play now? something in a minor key? I got to. <gasps> I'm going to play Just Got Paid from ZZ Top. All right. Which is in an open modal minor key. And... Hopefully, we'll be back next week without so much music theory. That's it. I'm Joe Burns. You I are? am Tammy Burns. There you go. It's ZZ Top here on Rock School. Classes dismissed.